Hi, I'm Danny. And I'm Demika. And we're biracial unicorns. The Minnesota. Minnesota time. Mm, it is freezing here, so I need this Minnesota to warm me up. <laughs> <laughs> Some people use a heated blanket. No. Some people have a nice warm cup of tea. Mm. Some people need a mini soda. Yeah. I have actually all three of those. I have a blanket. <laughs> I am currently holding, like, caressing a cup of tea. And I just need the mini soda. I usually try to remember to turn on the heat on this side of the house before I record so that mm. I can turn off my heater that sounds like a jet engine. <laughs> before we record, but I was so caught up in other things, I forgot to turn on the heat. So I too am like holding this cup of tea like it is everything right now. Absolute same. Like we were starting today and I was just like, I have a few minutes. I really want to make tea, but I also don't want to have to pee. And I literally, my husband's like, why, why don't you just make, yeah, that took no convincing. You're right. I need, <laughs> I need a massive cup. Come on, leaves. Come on. Quick, quick, quick. <laughs> like watching. Uh, we have a, a glass electric kettle. And so I'm just literally watching. Watching. Like, water yes. boil i'm like that's enough <laughs> i saw a bubble yeah counts. It's, it's good it's good it's good today's minisode i decided I, it feels a little bit like cheating if i'm going to be honest um i'm not against i was thinking about how you know typically we choose a topic or maybe like uh, a character or a specific tv show for these minisodes mm. but we've had a few that were on actors or people mm. and we've mostly only just done those episodes on white guys um <laughs> have we well i think we've only done a couple of them okay honestly uh oh, we yeah. did yeah because we did michael j fox mm -hmm. and we did ewan mcgregor oh gosh yeah so I felt like it was time to get a woman of color up in here. Mm. So today, 10 minutes on the timer. Damika, let's talk Rashida Jones. Oh, let's talk about Miss Jones. So I think she's a beautiful unicorn. Mm, agreed. <laughs> I'm, I'm. The thing is, of course, we know her, at least I know her mostly from... Uh, Parks and Rec. I know she had done other things beforehand, but when I talk about actually being familiar with her work, it's it's from Parks and Rec. Mm. Yeah, I think I I first really remember her from The Office, um, which kind of led to her being on Parks and Rec. Mm -hmm. But I remember when she was on The Office, I already knew who she was, but I don't know where from. <laughs> Mm. The thing is, I had, when I saw her on Parks and Rec, I had the whole, oh, she looks familiar. Where do I know her from? And of course, I didn't correlate her from the office, but I had seen her on some kind of document, documentary uh, about her father years right. before, who is the one and only Quincy Jones. Yes, yes. So that's where I had that correlation. And I was kind of like, oh, snap, there she goes. Go ahead, Miss Jones. So it was just really kind of cool to see her just just break out in in that and just continue to get more work and I just, she's just she's just naturally effortlessly funny. Like any interview I watch with her, she's just so unapologetically herself. There's like these odes of 
awkwardness and nerdum, but just so confident in who she is. Like she, mm. she, she has a, the definition of got it going on, as some people may say. I would agree. I would agree. And I think, so yeah, she was born into fame to a certain extent, right? She has a very famous father. And I think she didn't come to acting until a little later. She kind of, I think her big, one of her like first big public things she did was she wrote an open letter to Tupac. Uh, did you, have you heard about this? No. Yes. So um, there's this whole story, girl. So I guess yes. Tupac was mouthing off about Quincy Jones in a GQ article. But the um, thing is, I'm sorry to interrupt. Oh, go but ahead. Go didn't ahead. She, didn't she sing? Didn't she do some music for Tupac? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. It all, it okay. all comes around. It all okay. comes around. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so, so. He was mouthing off in GQ and said something specifically along the lines of, uh, well, I don't want to repeat it because it's so profane. <laughs> I'm like, how did that even get printed? But essentially talked about how Quincy Jones seems to prefer white women and makes oh. all these fucked up kids from it. Um, so 17-year-old Rashida Jones responded to him in an open letter mm, go ahead oh well i've got some not so light reading to do later <laughs> yeah yeah uh, but it's it's kind of a crazy story because then you know over the years he ended up being very close with with the family and was engaged to her sister when he died mm. so so things, the tides definitely changed, and um, she was she recorded a song that was like a tribute song to him, mm-hmm. or like she sang part of it. Yeah, I think I believe so. I think it was just like some backup vocals or things of that nature. Which she has done some backup vocals for quite a few people, if mm. I remember. So she's just like, I mean, she writes. I believe she produces. She she acts. She is just. She's on it. But once again, I think she does projects that she's just very passionate about. So I think it's all very still kind of low key. Does that make sense? Like, I think she has like her finger in it. So I remember a while ago, someone said that she helped write the script for Toy Story 4. Mm. But I don't think that's a I think I literally just saw it on like a little blip on my news feed. And once again, just super low key about it. I think it's not something that is was out there. You know what I mean? So I just I don't I don't know how to describe it. I love her vibe. It's just she's here for the work and but she's been in the game for so when you were telling the story, I'm like, but wait, how old she was so young, because how old is she now? She's like uh forty five, maybe. Yeah. Maybe I mean, a li- maybe a little older, but not much older than that. She's not very old, but she's done so much. Yeah, she's done so she's just been in the game for so so long. So that's that's just staying power i think and i know we had on our our action for february for our toolkit to watch black af which i will start i will do that (laughs) but i'm really excited to hearing about her experience and her mixedom yes um exactly that's that's why it felt like cheating because (laughs) uh, one of her shows was on our toolkit um, and I have watched all of Black AF. And yeah, it's interesting because I think 
we talked about this on the show in the lead up to the release of of Black AF, but there was a lot of pushback um, uh. online and everywhere <laughs> about the casting uh-huh. of Black AF. And, you know, she bore the brunt of a lot of it. I mean, a lot of the cast is is mixed or lighter skinned. Um, but, you know, she she is perhaps the lightest skinned uh, character and her character is mixed um, on the show as well. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I know the creator himself, because he's the one who created Blackish and now Mixedish. And um, they were basically saying Blackish, the characters, there's a lot of mix and colorism and favoritism towards lighter, lighter skin people of color. And then, of course, this was kind of like, I think this this was the cherry on top. I think people were just fed up with that concept but like I said that's something that I would love to get in probably a full episode on the show but I think not only has she gotten the brunt of not being black enough but then I think her blackness has been diminished within these white species you know like on the office like on Parks and Rec yeah in both of those shows she is never referred to as black no and it's actually while we were talking I was trying to say had the characters like the Leslie Milk character actually ever referenced, she compliments her so much. And I'm like, Did ethnically she- ambiguous unicorn, yeah, exactly. Mermaid. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it was never really very clear and poignant of any of those being tied to her, her actual race, like or her, you know, who she is. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I was just thinking about that. I'm like, I don't think that actually occurred. Yeah, and on the office, definitely not. I mean, her her character has an Italian last name on the office. It's that ambiguity girl. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so what? So not that this is like I don't think it's cheating because this is still very very much us, and we find this to be fun. Does she have an obligation to insert that within her characters, or does she need to just take work? Mm, I mean, I I don't think either of those is really the full answer. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I don't think she has to insert it into her characters as someone else who is ethnically ambiguous. Like, I certainly have never played a character who's <laughs> the same <laughs> race as me through and through, but definitely played characters that are part of my race and definitely been put into roles that were not my race at all. Mm. So I don't think it's an obligation of her. And I don't think she even probably has the power and the ability to, um, to like demand it, mm. you know, but I, I do also think there is that line of like, she she doesn't have to take everything that's offered to her, right? Mm-hmm. She's like, I mean, she's like worth millions of dollars. Oh, um, so she certainly has the ability to pick and choose where she's at. Mm-hmm. And I think because she comes from a place of privilege, she's kind of always had that ability to a certain extent. Mm-hmm. And to hear her talk about it, like she never denies that she has had a lot of privilege and opportunity but also that it's not always <laughs> reflected in, in the work that's offered to her. It's not like it's been an entirely easy path where she can just do whatever she wants. But but I think that the truth is somewhere in between <laughs> on that continuum. Uh, what do you think? I, I also agree with that. It's hard for her in 
specifically because like you said, she's always had this level of privilege to where you can be in that place where you can kind of pick and choose, but it's also how much she relied on that privilege. I know Mm. there have been other people who have come up in the game who desperately try to make their own way and not necessarily rely on that. So it's like, I'm going to take whatever I can and, and use that to my advantage. And because her, her being so ambiguous is like, well, how can I make this work for me? I don't know if that's the mindset. I don't want to put that Mm. into any kind of situation. Like if I was in that and I'm trying to come up in this world, would I not use my strengths? Which at that point, this is this is me. I can't change how I come off or I presented. Why would I not want to use that? Because I think there was, did we talk about this years ago? Like there's a list of actors that are very ambiguous and they kind of play in and out of these racial circles for work. Mm. And should they be knocked for that? You know, and I don't. I don't know. I don't think she should be knocked into it, but I do believe now that she has reached a status to where it's cool to see her in black AF. And I'm, yeah. I feel bad that she's being knocked for it when it's like she's actually playing her most authentic self and she's getting knocked for that, <laughs> for being who she is and not necessarily portraying someone who isn't mixed, who isn't a woman of color. So it's it's very interesting. It's yeah, yeah, I have a lot of thoughts on that. I know the timer already <laughs> went off, but um, I think as far as Black AF, like I was so excited <laughs> to mm. see her in that show before it came out. Like I watched it like right when it dropped, mostly for Rashida Jones, and because I was just so excited that she was finally playing a character who was mm-hmm. identified as Black. Like I thought that that was just so lovely Mm. i don't know i think a lot about ann perkins Mm -hmm. as a character and like what her like if you were to distill her down her traits like i think there's this really funny episode where she comes to the realization that she has defined herself based off of her romantic partner Mm -hmm. and she has all these boxes of like this (laughs) is my tom phase (laughs) yeah um so i think that that is something also that kind of transcends the character and is relatable to a certain extent for many mixed people Mm -hmm. because i feel like in lots of moments, we define ourselves by the people we are around, mm. or we define ourselves the inverse. We would define ourselves by the people who are not around who mm. <laughs> we could be related to. Even though that character isn't discussed in terms of race too heavily, I think in a way that really resonated with me mm. in a, a really <laughs> deep level for, you know, a a sitcom, I guess. Mm, I'm excited to get into it. I mean, well, it's kind of like seeing code switching. Like you talk about mm. those boxes, you know, that we open up. It's seeing that kind of manifest in in live action, you know, what that kind of looks like for this particular woman playing this particular character and watching her career. Just kind of seeing what that looks like within these circles. It's just like, yeah, that's that prime example of how to survive <laughs> within these intersections. So I'm excited. I, I, like I said, she's... A talented, powerful, multi-talented, very powerful, successful, beautiful unicorn that I'm just like, yay, my team. Yes. I love her Instagram for a while. She was posting like all these videos of her like in dance classes and dancing. Mm. And I was really into it. (laughs) 
just a very joy like I don't know her personally but just like someone who I I found to just really have joy about what she does about the community and yeah I I love it love it love it let's have lunch Rashida let's 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 have tea if it's cold yeah a uh, standing date to come on the show whenever you'd like, Rashida. <laughs> yeah, whenever you, whenever you so desire. But we'll have to make sure that's okay with Trevor. I mean, we we offered it to him first. Wait, wait, so. Yeah, it has to be. Yeah, we offered Trevor Noah first. But if he's not available for whatever reason, we'd love to have you on the show. Yeah, or both. I think oh. if you if you're both comfortable, why not Oof. both? Oof, I'm hot now, Danny. As <laughs> <laughs> warm now. All right. Well, we should wrap it up. <laughs> we should. All the ways to contact us are in the show notes. Mm-hmm. You know what to do. We'll be back next week with a full episode and in two weeks with another mini-sode. Mm-hmm. Peace. Out. <laughs> <laughs>